just uh, introducing you to this week's episode of our program. Uh-huh. Um, it's, what, would, what would you say? I mean, it's just a, it's a post-holiday, post-holiday podcast and uh, just kind of like... Just chit-chatting. Just we're chit-chatting. Just a, we're just a chit-chatting today. It's just a casual, very casual chit-chat. Yeah. You know? Just about whatever's going on. We talk about our holiday. We talk about some new uh, ventures that we're diving into. We talk about Black Friday because it's fucking Black Friday. Yeah. You know, we talk about some stuff we bought today. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy, but, you know, you're here, so. You're queer. <laughs> <laughs> you're here, you're queer buckle up and open your ear and yeah we'll uh take you on not we wouldn't call it a it's not a thrill ride this week it's like a it's a lazy river a lazy river just you know you're looking out at the the people starting to put up some christmas lights and uh you know I got these are the two pins I ordered today. Those are cool. Yeah. It's like a it's like a little jumping Jason Voorhees. Looks like Mario though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That's neat. I got both of them, the regular and the variant. Was that Spike? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. From Goofy. Yeah. I also I almost got, but I didn't uh Necronomicon SpongeBob. <laughs> Well, listen, folks, check us out all across the web, starting with superdivorceme.com. That's your one-stop super divorce shop, and uh, we, we actually have a real shop on there. Yeah. You can, uh, you can pick up our new album, Action Figures, on CD and cassette tape, and you can also pick up a brand new Super Divorce Rules t-shirt yeah in the style of uh the monster squad sean mm-hmm. from the monster squad <coughs> yeah. also look us up on facebook facebook.com slash super divorce instagram at super divorce band and twitter at super divorce and if you would like to get in touch with me on the internet just uh look me up at nicholas villars and uh, if you want to get on touch with me, get on touch with me, get in touch with me on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at BenderButt, and you can find me on Twitter at BenderButts. So with that, pay attention because there's a new episode happening just now. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Supercast. This is Nicholas here, uh, Villars. And Bender. Black Friday. Yep. Yep. So, I was holding off. I was going to ask you a few minutes ago, and I silenced myself, so I'm going to ask you right now. While recording, uh, did you do any shopping today? Um, I only went to one place, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to tell you where. Okay. Because I went there 
to get something for me and ended up getting something for you. Oh, okay. Well, so it was, uh, I, I found something and I, and it was on sale, of course. And I was like, mm, all right, then I guess I'm not going to be selfish on Black Friday. And so, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Whatever it is. I did go to Walmart as well, looking for like movies and stuff and mm. they did not have any, mm. uh, no Blu-rays on sale. Yeah. They had like a display. I only went to one, mm-hmm. but they had a display up in front of the store that was a bunch of DVDs that were like sticker sailed. So it was like yellow sticker. They were like a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, as cool as that is, I'm not gonna look through all these because they're DVDs. Yeah. Well, before I tell you about mine, I guess we'll do beer me. Okay. We didn't do last week. Nope. So. uh... This is the Samuel Adams Chocolate Bock, and you can find this one in the winter sampler pack. All right. So, uh, I might have had this one before last year, but I am quite sure that I have not. Ooh, is that magnetic? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, cheers. Cheers. chocolatey aftertaste on there mm-hmm. like more so than i think other chocolate type beers that i've had yeah not overwhelming though no no just it's just nice right at the end yeah nice and it's a nice dark beer yep yeah it's very good <clears throat> you're not overcoming any hoppiness <laughs> <laughs> no so I went out, <clears throat> I stopped at Best Buy first, and then I went to Target, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up doing some shopping for other people when I was at Target. Didn't really see a whole lot at Best Buy. It was pretty picked over by the time I got there, I think, but, you know. Yeah, that's I kind of figured, like, I think I went out a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And but I it was well it was when I when I was working at GameStop mm-hmm. and I think I went out after I got off work yeah and I just went to the Lebanon Walmart and I guess maybe I had a better had better luck because I wasn't you know as anal about buying Blu-rays yeah but I you know I, I didn't get there till eight thirty or so or something like that maybe nine o'clock and they still had. I still ended up buying like four or five movies. Yeah. Didn't we go out to uh, Kenwood Mall last year? We went to Suncoast. I think that was on Black Friday, wasn't it? Was it? Did we do that? Because they were having a they were having a big sale on top of the fact that it was Black Friday. I think because that store was getting ready to close. Was it? Like, well, that would have been Tri County Mall then. Tri County. Okay. Either way. Yeah. Um, if we did, then I went to Walmart two years ago. I mean, okay. I don't remember for sure. I do remember going out to Tri County a couple times together because they were closing mm-hmm. and trying to pick some stuff up. I'm thinking it was Black Friday last year. Could have been. Could have been. Did I tell you I got um, Chud Two from Vestron? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that going to Suncoast just made made me think of that because <clears throat> always like look at the Vestron stuff. Yeah, or not, but I got it for cheap. Oh, what else? I can't remember. Yeah, that uh, there were some good deals at Target on games. I've just I was actually I did a pretty good job being disciplined today. The only thing I bought myself was the new Taylor Swift album. Really? Yeah. Everything else was just like they had like uh, Xenoverse two for like fifteen dollars. I really thought about getting it, but I was like, I still haven't made it very far into the first. And I don't know. I probably would have got that for fifteen bucks. I was thinking about it, but again, like Sam, uh, Walmart had some sales on games too, right up front next to the DVDs. Yeah, and there was some nice stuff. They had like, I think Uncharted Lost Legacy was like nineteen dollars or something. You know, it was either stuff was either nineteen dollars or twenty nine dollars. And yeah. it was just stickered like blue or green. You know, like Overwatch was $30. I mm-hmm. think the Skyrim remastered <coughs> was like 30 bucks, and Some all right stuff, but again, I mean. I probably would have picked up the new Assassin's Creed, but they were all out. Really? Because that was on sale for 35 Yeah. And that would be a really good deal. Uh-huh. But those were gone. And the new... WWE game was on sale, but I'm waiting for the Switch copy to come out. So, yep. You know, I did go online and I bought two pins off of a website. At like tons of people, obviously, like I follow a lot of people. All of them are having Black Friday sales, but I just like, yeah. You know, I I looked through Fright Rags. Like, there were some pins on there that I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd buy that for $6 or $5 maybe, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, I'd, I'd have that, you know. But just, Cavity Colors only had, like, select stuff on sale, and none of it was stuff that I was, like, super into. Um, Screen Factory was having a sale on, like, 20 movies were 50% off. Yeah. And I went there and they had like the three John Carpenter steel books for like 13 bucks a piece. It was like good deal, especially because you get them online. Yeah. And they still send you a poster with it. And I had they live in my cart and then I was just like I don't know. I something there's something about like those literally those three movies cuz it's they Live, The Fog, and Escape from New York. I'm like, They Live is a good movie. Escape from New York is a good movie. But for those to be the only three steelbooks that Scream Factory um, sells, yeah, like, not the movies I would have chosen. You know? And the art on them is cool, but it's mm-hmm. not... It's not amazing, <clears throat> yeah. you know? So there's, I'm just like, uh, I just, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy it. Yeah, I didn't buy it. There's still Cyber Monday, but I, I, I like never have, I don't think I've ever done anything on Cyber Monday. 
I don't know of any. A lot of places, well, at least a lot of the stores and stuff that I follow mm-hmm. online, or that I, I'll say I regularly shop at online, they all do Black Friday stuff. Yeah. You know? And some of them will do Cyber Monday, but... Yeah. I feel like Cyber Monday is more uh, meant for, like, your the big places like Amazon and eBay. Yeah. And it's, like, it's too much. I went looking... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to ask if you, uh, you had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, we had lunch basically (laughs) because it was at like noon yeah at Lindsay's aunt's house and then uh went over to my parents uh for dinner all my cousins were there and stuff so it's really cool it's really nice it's it's always it's it's like it's always been fun to get together with my mom's side of the family and everything that's where all my cousins are so it's always been really fun but now it's like I don't know. It's really cool because we're all like in our late twenties, early thirties. Uh-huh. You know? So I should well, I should say mid twenties, early thirties, because yeah. like my sisters and stuff. But it's just fun. Like uh, you know, my one of my cousins is kind of a globe trotter, so she's like been everywhere and then she's also like, you know, hippie basically super vegan and like super world peace and all Mm -hmm. that and she's like she's awesome yoga like way into yoga yeah and like it's awesome but she's been all over the place and she lived in australia for a year and then my other cousin and his girlfriend live in chicago and they were just like talking about that and he's like super he's like a scholar kind of you know it's like very smart in like books just books and stuff like that yeah so it's always like always fun to talk to him and they were talking about chicago and then uh, my other cousin um works at grand canyon national park with his girlfriend so they like live out in arizona on like oh. an indian reservation you guys and, are all over the place yeah but it's really cool because like everybody tends to come in for holidays and even though even though people are spread out i still see my family a lot more yeah. a year. Like, people will come in often. And then every time somebody does, normally we, like, end up at Grandma's house and everybody kind of comes in to see whoever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just really cool. It's it's really cool to, like, ha- you know, have all these people with all these different experiences. And then, they like, my cousin that lives in Chicago plays music. And uh, he's in a, he plays bass and he does, like, a solo thing, but he's also in a band right now. And so I told him anytime they were, like, looking to fill a spot on a show or anything like that to hit us up. Yeah. And he said absolutely, because there's apparently just, like, a fuck ton of places to play in Chicago. Yeah. Hopefully not this place called Sylvie's. That was before you were in the band. Oh, in Chicago? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's an awful, awful show in <laughs> Chicago. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, so yeah, everyone got along and good time. Uh, oh yeah, e- eating all your 
various foods and yeah uh, my dad makes deep fried turkey <coughs> Uh, which, like, if you're not eating deep-fried turkey at Thanksgiving, you're just doing it wrong. I've never had deep-fried turkey. Like, it's, you know, it sounds like a super, like, hillbilly redneck thing to mm-hmm. do, but it is better than any other turkey, period. It just is. It's so good. So my dad's been doing that for years now. Does he have, like, a designated deep fryer for it or what's the process so. yeah i think so he's got like a big pot yeah that's like just for drinking he takes it outside and, you know you boil the peanut oil and whatnot and you like have this rig and you dunk this dunk a whole fucking turkey inside it and it's just it's just awesome but it tastes so good and it's always like it retains a lot of the juices and you know so it's it's moist and did yeah. you prepare a dish yourself i didn't no i did carve the turkey at Lindsay's though That's nice of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were you entrusted with that because of your uh, your uh, trade? It was half like that a... and half that nobody else volunteered. Mm. Like, no one else was stepping up. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. I just learned how to do it, and <laughs> I did it. But it was good. Everything was pretty cool. That's good. How about your holiday? Yeah, we we had a good time. Went to Jess's family's first in the early afternoon, and then spent the evening over at my mom's. We were there pretty late. I ended up having several drinks with my my stepdad. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, we were just shooting the shit all evening. Had a good time. So, yeah, like when uh, we got back to the apartment. I, like, laid down, and I was just, like, 45 minutes, like, mm-hmm. you know, I had fallen asleep, like, at my parents, and I was, like, oh, 45 minutes, and then get up and, like, you know, hang out and watch a movie and whatnot, and, uh, then I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, and I was, like, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I went back to sleep. We both slept for, like, 13 hours. I was so like, I'm guessing you didn't work today. No, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't work yesterday, didn't work today, not working tomorrow. Nice. I know. Is that uh, your own scheduling? Um, only, it's it's kind of just the way the cookie crumbled with yeah. the schedule because one of my cooks requested Monday and Tuesday off. So there's her two days for the week. So, you know, yeah. then she's opening Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday even, I think. And then my other cook typically wants... Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off, but I had her work Monday, and then I just went ahead and gave her Tuesday off, and I worked a double, which allowed me to schedule myself, like, an office day on Wednesday, and then I gave myself an office day on Thursday, but then I was talking to Lisa, who's my sous chef, and she was just like, if you have the coverage to not come in, then don't come in, and I was like, all right, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't come in, I didn't go in yesterday, and and then my schedule was I was supposed to be off Friday and Saturday, so I was like, oh maybe I'll stop in like one of those days since I'm gonna be off Thursday, or maybe I'll come in Thursday morning because I'm not doing anything till later. Da da da. And she was just like, if you've got people working, 
don't show up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but things are going to get even easier because I have like three people starting next week. Yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna. I was trying to think what I was getting at there. Uh, so we're uh, in a little update. We're now we're over 100 stations now. Really? Yeah. That's more than was projected for us. It was. Yeah, it was gonna be like. I think that was like the number that they. They said it might kind of top out at. Uh huh. So. So that's where we are. And then we're still like moving up the charts on certain stations, which is pretty cool. Wow. We had, we're at number two, on a station in Alaska. Right really? Now. Yeah. So. Alaska's digging super divorce. Yeah. That's really cool. Over a hundred stations. Yeah. And our Facebook is last time I looked at our Facebook, we were over seventy five hundred likes. Yep. Which is pretty cool. It's just yeah, all that stuff, man. They Facebook does not make it easy to figure out what works, but no. <laughs> I guess it's like once you do figure out what works, it can be really good. Mm -hmm. It's just you have to figure it out. Yeah, and figuring it out costs money. It's right. not like you can just do this shit, you know, and, and spend a few, you know, $10 and, and have like a winning formula. It's like, it's been so much trial and error, but now it's like, okay, kind of figuring out a few things, a few strategies here, mm -hmm. because you would think it'd be like, I don't know, as easy as, well, the naive idea is that if you just make good music and put it online, then you're just going to blow up. Yeah. It's like, oh, everyone's going to love this, and they're going to share it. It's right. like, no, it's not. It's not how it goes. No. So, and Facebook actually makes it harder than, I mean, it really needs to be. Mm -hmm. Just over the years, they've they've really gotten worse about the amount of content they'll show people, even people that follow your page, if you're not paying to boost the posts. Right. You know, now it's almost like you have to, to, to get like a significant portion of your user base to see the posts that you're making. Uh -huh. But whatever. We're uh, still making it work though. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, what I've been, whenever people ask now, I've just been telling them like, well now it's just kind of like a, a keep on trucking yeah. game. It's not, there's not really a lot of like, there's stuff we can do, but yeah. we're definitely, the balls are, balls are rolling. Yeah. And now it's just like, okay, let's like, just keep, keep on going until people really start to pay attention. That's the thing is like, the same people just have to see your stuff over and over again. You have to wait for it to finally click, you know, right. and so... But we're continuing to to work on our end too, so we've uh, we're in the process of um, well, in the beginning phases of 
planning a new music video mm-hmm. that I think is going to be really awesome. It's going to be the best thing we have. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be working with a, a professional director um, and videographer. He's done documentary type stuff and he's also done music videos for some pretty high profile people as well so yeah we're able to work out a deal with him using some some connections yeah (laughs) fortunately so so. which again a very uh a very selfless connection yeah yeah if i do say so so we're uh we're continuing to move forward. Um, what else? Just sent out um, a bunch of the uh, super bundles the other day that people ordered from the Indiegogo campaign. Pretty cool. Those are. I've got another few boxes over to my right here that are in my office that I'm just going to hand off to people that we know. Um, and that's not including the vinyl, which people will still get right. when that gets made. Yeah, that's like. The vinyl is like the last remaining thing that we're gonna have to do. Uh, that's the only thing left. Yep. Right now. Everything else is is uh it's been made and either been shipped or is waiting to be handed off to uh, the rightful owners. Yeah. I'm uh, gonna look into uh, getting enamel pins made. That'd be I'm cool. gonna get get I'm gonna seek seek out uh, vial consumption's help. Because he was talking about how like they need like a vectored image and whatever to make the pins, and he was like, "I'll vector an image for you or whatever." So uh, I'm gonna look like whenever he makes pins, he gets like a run of fifty mm-hmm. made. I'm like, that'd be really good. So yeah. I'm gonna see if he can get me in touch with whatever company he uses and see if he can help us out <clears throat> with the design and whatnot. It'll probably just be the yeah the heart. That would be cool, but still. I want to do uh, some Two Sweet Records keychains at some point. Mm-hmm. The yeah, that'd be cool. Little lollipop mm-hmm. record. Did you see the shirts like in person yet? Not in person, no. They turned out really awesome. Oh my god, that's just—it's so perfect. Exactly what we wanted. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to probably gonna have to take one of those. So a good lesson on <clears throat> merchandising. If any person listening out there is uh, looking to have T-shirts made or something, um, don't automatically go with like the big online retailer because if we would have, we would have gotten absolutely screwed. Yeah, I mean the shirts that we just had made. The ones that are super divorce rules, like it's a red shirt with yellow lettering. That's it. <clears throat> so uh, I checked with this place that we had got ordered shirts from before, and the quote was like eight hundred and some dollars. I think it was around eight fifty. For like what fifty shirts? Forty. Forty shirts. Yeah. You could go literally anywhere that's not a high-end fashion store yeah and buy 40 shirts for less than 800 dollars. i know it was it was shocking 
It's like, how do you justify that? Like, how how does anyone make any money off of selling a shirt that they're paying that much money for? It's ridiculous. But yeah. um, a guy I went to school with, um, Matt Dobson, uh, his uh, family owns a printing company in West Carrollton, Ohio, um, called Insignia. Um, so if you're if you're in the area, even if you're not, you should look them up. They did a great job and got us our shirts for I think it was around three fifty. So so, so thank yeah. you, Insignia. Yeah. For being awesome. Right. So yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure uh I'm sure we've talked about this on the cast before, but you know, we made the shirts uh they are inspired by the Stephen King rules shirt from Monster Squad, uh, and honestly, I just could not be more happy with yeah. those shirts. They're so good. I'm I'm just elated. I can't wait to wear one around. These are the first Super Divorce shirts, aren't they? Yes, the first. Yeah, right. we didn't even hand print anything ourselves. Yeah, so it's good. What been uh almost two years in mm-hmm. we got our very first t-shirt now so yep. and, and you can order those online and i just had this idea maybe we'll uh maybe we'll keep the f- the first run of 40 will be red and gold just like the movie shirt and then we'll change up the colors after mm-hmm. this so yeah you could always do that um and if you order a super divorce rules t-shirt it'll come to you in a nice brown box <laughs> see I I, uh, I thought that, that would be um, a little classier than just the in bubble mailer uh-huh. or something yeah. You know? yeah get a nice sturdy package in the mail uh-huh nice solid package coming at you mm-hmm. I'm into it yeah yeah pizza party printing ships their t-shirts in a pizza box that's pretty cool yeah so oh So what else is up? I don't know. I got Battlefront 2. I don't know if I told you that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think about that. I think when uh, we met up last week, you said you had gotten to play it for maybe an hour. Yeah, I played some more. It's cool. It's. I heard that the sales really dropped off compared to the first one. Sales? Like, like sales, numbers, how many copies they've sold oh, so far? Probably because EA was being such... So such a bitch about it. Yeah. Like honestly, that's probably why people aren't buying it. Which, I mean, honestly, that's I'm not mad about that. Like, you know. So, but it's yeah. I mean, the game is like great and everything, but I already haven't played it in like two days. Yeah. You know. It's just not. It's not like giving you that feeling when you're not playing it that you need to be back playing it again you know it's It's not granted i haven't been online yet but i i have a strong feeling i will not care much to be online the story's fun i think there's enough um diversity throughout the story yeah that it keeps gameplay interesting there's plenty of flying missions there's lots of uh um hero cameos and stuff you know or or i should say uh recognizable character yeah. cameos throughout the story and so yeah it's, it's all it's all fun 
but I'm not like fucking dying to play it or anything. Which is a little disappointing, but I'll you know, get over it. Hopefully somebody will release something uh, a more fine-tuned wholly single-player Star Wars game. Yeah. Soon-ish. Did you ever play The Evil Within? I haven't. I, I didn't know if you were interested in playing the new one at all. I was uh, looking at that today. And yeah. I just I, never beat the original either, so... Mm, was... I got... Kind of... Probably not far, mm-hmm. but, like, for me, kind of far into, into Evil Within. I don't know. I just never... I might, I might go back to it one day, but that's one of those games where, the, like, the difficulty, like, really gets to me, you know? Like, I do okay, and then, uh, I don't know, and then I just, it just gets too hard. I don't, I don't remember, is there a difficulty setting on that game? I think so, Yeah, and even on, like, normal, it's, you know, it's pretty difficult for me. Just dropping it down to easy? No, I don't think there is an easy. Oh, there's no easy. I don't okay. think so. If there is, I'm playing on it, and I'm okay. still dying a lot. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's just normal and hard. Maybe extreme. Hmm. Maybe a crazy one that you have to unlock. Yeah. Man, even fucking Star Wars, you know, there's like easy normal and you know hard and i don't know what the actual names are they've got they've got something to do with star wars i think easy is like scout Mm -hmm. or something and it says like first time players who just want to experience the story and scenery yeah and it took me like three hours to beat this one mission because i kept fucking dying i was like (laughs) i guess i suck (laughs) at this game i don't know you know, finally, I I got it. Uh, but I definitely, like, turned it off frustrated. Yeah. Not terribly frustrated, but I was just like, all right, well, I'll play later. Mm-hmm. You know? Not quite a rage quit, but more of, like, a put-off quit. Yeah, it was just... more just like, I'm, I'm done trying right yeah. now. I'm going to try later. Part of my problem was I was trying to do it stealthily mm-hmm. and... You just kind of can't, but when you start to run and gun, like, there's too many guys to just, like, run to the objective. Yeah. You have to, like, plant yourself somewhere and just spend, like, it took me, like, 15 minutes to clear out this whole, which doesn't sound like a lot, but in video game time, like, video game encounter time for a first-person shooter, that's a lot. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I just, like, hunkered down and, and, uh, made it work. That's fun. It's, it's fun. Oh, on, uh, on Sunday, Bender and I are gonna go down in the basement and actually, like, play some tunes, a little, like, real jamming. Yeah, not just, not Super Divorce tunes either. Yeah, just something completely different. Yeah, and now for something completely different. <laughs> that doesn't yet have, like, a real name or anything. I don't even know what's going to happen with it. But I don't either. Just like... Although, I already, because this is how I am, I already thought if we ended up calling it the Sewing Circle, mm-hmm. we could have, our logo could be, like, the band <clears throat> name, 
inside of one of those like pinpoint oh yeah circles yeah you know yeah that would be like our whatever that'd be perfect yeah or the the uh sewing's not is is s-e-w isn't it i was gonna say the o in sewing is it s-e-w it is s-e-w for like sewing something right s-o-w like reap what you sew it's like which would whichever if we were the one with the o yeah then we could use the needlepoint circle as the o in that yeah which would be like contradictory to what it means right but still cool <clears throat> yeah yeah play on words uh-huh the sewing circle mm-hmm. yeah i i like i just imagined that right away i was like i'd i'd be cool i'd, I'd be i think that'd be fun yeah it sounds very serious. It does. <laughs> so, I think I'm excited. Uh, we are going to be playing with uh, two of your former bandmates. Yeah. Uh, Jesse and Pete from The Great American Beast. Which I'm super excited about because I've never met anyone from The Beast. You haven't? No. Oh. I, not that I know of. I mean, unless somebody came out to a show and I was drunk. Yeah, I guess. I think Bob met Jesse one time. That was before you were in the band, mm-hmm. though. Jesse came over and tried jamming around with us one time, and didn't really. He didn't like Bob. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there was a there was a little bit of a noticeable a clash of demon head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because I would imagine, you know, Jesse was like the songwriter, you know, as far as instrumentals go. He would bring in the songs uh-huh. to that band in The Beast and also in the band before The Beast, The Red Affair, that they had. So <coughs> I don't think he, uh, I don't think he took very kindly to walking in and then having Bob kind of manhandle him, if you right. will, you know, and, and kind of lay down the laws. Right. I'm the songwriter <laughs> in these parts. <laughs> yeah. It's like the town wasn't big enough for the two of them. So, so we did that one time and that was about it. Yeah. I think that might've been the last time that I saw Jesse. Wow. So it's been several years. That's, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun to, like, get behind the drums again. Fun to, like, meet some new people and jam around. Fun to see where it goes. Yeah. Because we don't even know. I'm going to slap the bass a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You think you're going to uh, play and sing? Or you think we'll, like, maybe find a singer eventually? Or No, I, I think we'll... Because Pete can sing... Pete can do vocals as well. So oh, that'd be cool. We talked about what? Can I do an iPad? Not right now. Just say hi. Hi. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Go play Mario Kart. <laughs> go on. But yeah, uh, Pete can sing. Yeah, so we talked about 
you know, sharing vocal duties and I don't know if you want to try any background stuff from behind the drum kit. I can try it, but it's hard. Yeah. So I will not be like, I will not be upset if I can't do it or yeah. offended if anyone else is like, I don't really think that's working. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, with with bass, I mean, it came. It felt like it came pretty naturally to me when we were jamming around, like when Super Dwarfs first started. Yeah, and then, I mean, we got Dale because he's really good. And yeah, he's like, okay, well, that's fine. You can take over, but yeah, we'll see what happens. See where it goes. Mm-hmm. I bet you if you ever wanted to just be a vocalist, we could probably get Dale into that. Probably so. He'd probably jump at the chance. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens at some point. I don't know. I wouldn't either. We'll see. Yeah. Because he's, well, he was telling Jess recently that he um, had regrets about leaving when he heard the new album. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe he'd be up for it, especially since whatever we do with Pete and Jesse, I mean, they're pretty busy themselves, so I don't think they're they're not looking to have, like, a full-time No, this is our side project. Yeah, so it's like, it'll exist on the side from Super Divorce, but I'm still really excited about just seeing what happens with it. Yeah, I mean, if it's cool, like, if it's cool enough, maybe we'll put out a CD or, you know, we'll play a couple shows or something, Mm -hmm. but... That's not the, the main focus. It's almost like it's more of an outlet for the fact that neither of us is, like, playing an instrument yeah. or anything. Yeah. I have a feeling that at some point we'll probably record something. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to not, but... I think it's one of those things where it's, like, you just kind of expect it to happen. Even if you... I don't know. It's always been tough to... Well, I've never successfully said, we'll just jam around and, like, not do anything with what we're doing. It always leads to something, you know, that's, I mean, that's how Super Divorce started. Yeah, I mean, you still want people to, eventually, if you, if you make something you like, you still want other people to hear it. Yeah. You want to be able to share what you've created. Right. You know, which I feel like is, that's definitely like a musician sort of trait. I don't. Plenty of artists, yes, but I sometimes feel like that artists, fine artists, will like, they're shy about sharing yeah. sometimes, you know, or they're like, well, I just make this art for me, like, it helps me, I don't really care what other people think about it, and I don't care what people think about our music, Yeah, I want them to like it, but if they don't, like, whatever, Yeah, but I think... A musician doesn't, it seems counterproductive for a musician to like write a bunch of music that they have no intention of ever sharing with anyone. Yeah, I I don't understand anyone who talks like that. It just doesn't. Well, I write music, but I'll never play it for you. Yeah. Like, then, then why are you writing music? Or people who are successful and then say like, well, I only do this for me. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, why go through the trouble of leaving your house with it? You uh-huh. know? If it really was only for you and you absolutely had not a care in the world about what anyone thought, you know, then just play it in your bedroom. Right. That'd be about it. But it seems to be part of the nature of creating music that you would just want to share it with people. Yeah. And it feels good to, to see people enjoying your stuff, too. So you want that. And you don't want people to say it sucks. Inevitably, some people are going to. Yeah, like six radio stations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joke's on them, though. Yeah. They're the losers. They're missing out. They are. Meanwhile, we're charting on several stations across the U.S. Yes. We need to reach out to the uh, right state station, because I feel like that's a place where we could probably get in for an interview. or mm-hmm. Easily. I mean, like, if, yeah, if they, if they do that kind of thing, it's just, like, it would be easy for us to get there. Yeah. Because we live here. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see what we have here. I've just opened up another beer. I'm right for it. I had one of these the other day, so I'll let you take this one. Oh, or do you have a different something? Yeah. Oh. From the... Sample, unless you think this one sounds better. No, I'm probably another. (laughs) (laughs) Malty caramel notes, but a crisp finish. I'm double fisting right now, so that's because I still got a swig of chocolate. (laughs) And I'm gonna have the oatmeal stout. (laughs) It's uh. Robust and smooth with a hearty flavor. Ah, out. Oatmeal stay out. You know the uh, new the new Moon Knight series just just came out. Did it? Mm-hmm. It's written by Max Bemis. Hmm. Wonder how that's gonna Bemis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's got uh he's he's dealt with some uh some mental health issues himself I believe yeah. so uh, he could put an interesting spin on the character well we'll give him about nine issues and then See if Moon Knight will go yeah. away for another year, year. and a half yep. two years yep, that's middle. exactly what I was going to say <laughs> although it seems to me that they're still that they're kind of picking up where the last series left off so it's mm. still kind of a continuation at least it's not just like some radically different you know out of the blues story about him yeah (sighs) I don't know I'm like at this point where I'm having trouble motivating myself to even attempt to get back in I know because I feel like we've beat that horse to death but what else can you say? Yeah. They've just, in my opinion, completely alienated their fan base time and time again. Yeah. Well, have you seen the new, the DC, uh, the Doomsday Clock is the new, they're finally, I assume they're, uh, they're crossing over Watchmen with the DC Universe. Mm. Uh, and... I, I overheard them talking about it uh, last time I was at the shop. 
to some other people, but I guess like the new 52 was like all like Dr. Manhattan's fault. That's like how they're spinning it to justify the new 52 and then like the the rebirth, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like basically all the stuff that happened in like new 52 it's supposed to be, like, Dr. Manhattan, like, created, like, a parallel DC universe, and then, like, shit went bad, and he was just like, oh, no, <laughs> fuck that. And then they had Rebirth, uh, which is back, I guess, back to, like, the normal universe and everything, and now they're bringing in the Watchmen characters into, like, the, the regular DC fold. It's just such a, I, I just, I don't know. That writing tool is just so overused. God characters. Yeah. Who are so overpowered that they can literally rewrite your continuity for you. Yeah. <laughs> if your writers fuck up, then it's just yeah. like, oh, well, just get that one character who can do anything and just, we'll have him fix it. And then we can just tell people that that's what we were going to do the whole time. You know, oh, it was all building towards this. <laughs> <laughs> we fooled you all. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That three years where all of our shit just sucked ass. Uh-huh. We did it on purpose because it was all leading to Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, except I always heard that, you know, a lot of the New 52 stuff was good. I mean, yeah, I... I think that there were a few books that people really liked, yeah, I mean, but Batman was really good. And, uh, but how many books didn't make it, you know? And how many do you not hear about, you know? Well, you never heard about Superman after John Romita Jr. took over. I don't know what happened with that. Exactly. I was reading it for a while. Yeah. And then... Who was writing that? I can't remember. Because Romita was doing the art, and... Uh, Somebody uh, big was writing it, I feel like. I think I think it was Jeff Johns. That sounds right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They and they introduced that Ulysses character and mm-hmm. everything and Yeah, like I thought, you know, I was excited about that and everything and then uh I just never never heard about it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like there were for a while there were like all these different Justice League books out. Yeah. And like no one talks about this one Justice League you know, run from two thousand fourteen that you just have to read. Like yeah. never hear anything like that. I remember I just, reading um What was the I can't remember what the arc was where it was like all the villains. Um they did all the lenticular covers. Yeah. I, can't. I remember that, but I don't remember what the arc was called. But I read, like, the, oh, Forever Evil. Mm-hmm. I read that uh, series, like, the miniseries or whatever, and it was, like, like it just wasn't, I didn't care. It wasn't yeah. anything special, you know? Just a bunch of copycat heroes from another dimension invaded, and then, like, all the villains, like, ended up beating them or something, you know? It was dumb. Again, another problem with 
with just calling upon multiple universes it's just grabbing heroes from those so that like you can do something that on the surface sounds like a big deal but it's not because when a hero dies it's generally one that's plucked from somewhere else and it's like oh well he was a big deal in his universe that well he's not in this one yeah you know and this is the one you're reading about so yeah. fuck that other universe <laughs> or if we do kill one of our heroes from this place well we'll just grab his copy from yeah. universe number whatever the fuck uh-huh. and then oh it's all back to normal or i read that you know they brought wolverine back again or that they are oh i, I haven't he's... read that yeah that didn't take long yeah I can't remember exactly how they were doing it. Doesn't really matter, I guess. You he just dies by being encapsulated in adamantium. Yeah. So they figure out how to destroy adamantium. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. I wanted uh, X twenty three to just be Wolverine. Well, and that's the problem with passing the moniker on when a hero dies. You know the original is going to come back. Mm-hmm. So. But what would you call her, though? Like, Wolverine dies, and she takes up his costume and mantle on the X-Men. What do you call her, Wombat? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she just wears the costume, but continues X-23. X-23. Tasmanian devil. <laughs> that, Mongoose. <laughs> well, that's the problem that I have. We've talked about this before with like, with the whole like diversity thing. Uh huh. But only being diverse by giving like these characters a name that already belonged to another hero. Yeah. Because then you get in this situation where it's like, well, when when Logan comes back, I mean, that's Wolverine. Yeah, he's Wolverine. That's just who he is. He was Wolverine first. Uh Uh-huh. So instead of relying on the name that's already established, why don't you just continue calling the hero X-23 and let her build up her own legacy? Right. Instead of passing the name off, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like it's a... a luchador retiring and giving his mask to someone else. It's like, well, the difference there is once that guy retires, he's not coming back again because right. he's old and he can't do it. Yeah. And comics is just like, doesn't matter. No, age doesn't age doesn't matter. Dying doesn't matter. It's no. just as long as you're, you know, everybody just gets written to thirty two and then you just stay thirty two. Yep. Forever. Unless it's like a one off type uh-huh. of deal. You explore what the future would be like for that character. Right. Other than that, comic books have like as much, they pay as much attention to aging as The Simpsons. You know, Uh Bart and Lisa will always be the same age. Yeah. And they'll always be kids. Yeah. I picked up this uh, movie the other day called The Villainess. Mm hmm. It's a Korean movie. It's kind of like Korean John Wick, but it's like about this chick. And it's or it's, I guess it's more like it's like Korean Atomic Blonde. Yeah. But the movie opens 
with a first person action sequence you're like behind her eyes yeah literally opens and in the first five minutes she kills like 60 people (laughs) did you ever see hardcore henry no but i want to it was a pretty fun movie yeah it was more entertaining than i thought it was gonna be yeah i thought it would get boring but it was like okay that was that was kind of fun to watch yeah i want to see it the the scene in villainess was kind of disorienting yeah uh it was still it was cool it was a good movie. Uh, it's long, too. Korean movies, like... Like, John Wick is great, because it's just, like, action, 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 action. Yeah. Uh, Villainess is interesting, because it, like, opens with a bang, and then there's a huge lull, like, in the middle of the movie, where it's all just, like, character and relationship building. Mm-hmm. And then, like way down the line some shit goes down and you know she has to get her revenge or whatever but uh it was cool it's a good movie have you gotten any further into the walking dead no we've been watching mind hunter which we just finished um that show is uh i don't know if you saw my twitter but um Netflix's Mindhunter is the season two of True Detective that everyone wanted and nobody got. Yeah. Jess, I think, has watched a couple episodes of that. It's really good. She liked it so far. It's all about, like, the FBI profiling serial killers to mm-hmm. come up with the profile for serial killers. Yeah. So they're inventing it, literally. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really cool. It's a good show. watched season two of stranger things yet no which i don't know why i'm sleeping on it so hard but i am because it's like there's Mm -hmm. so much other stuff yeah we watched uh piranha and piranha double d over the last couple days piranha's on netflix and then i bought piranha double d and both of them are amazing they're like what sharknado wishes it was Mm -hmm. so good they're so funny i want to watch uh what's his name chris maloney's new show have you seen any trailers for that who's chris maloney the dude who was on uh law and order svu i don't know i've never watched law and order you've probably seen him before he's also like he was in Wet Hot American Summer. You ever seen that? Yeah, and the name sounds the name sounds familiar. He oh, oh, cook. he plays the cook. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, he's got a new show coming out where he was like, a, I think he was like a some sort of agent, FBI type of guy, and then something happens to him, and he starts seeing this like, it looks like a really really violent happy happy. That's it's a comic it. book. Oh, is it? Yeah, I have okay. all four issues. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. show. Yep. The sci-fi show? Yeah. Yeah, I have the comic. Okay. It came out, it came like, comic came out, like, five years ago or so. It was, like, right when I, well, I guess four, because I was right when I started getting into comics. Was yeah. When it was, like, out. 
I have a variant cover for the first issue, too. Might uh, go up in price if the show takes off. It might, yeah. Although, yes, but Outcast didn't really have a, too much of a spike, even though the show... The show is awesome, and I'm still waiting on season two. I like, I can't even find any information about it. Had, was, I mean, was it canceled? No, apparently season two was released in the UK. But they still have not released it in the US for some reason. I, like, can't find a release date. Like, the Showtime, or Cinemax, I guess, website for it hasn't been updated. Huh. If there's a if there's a UK copy of it on Blu-ray or D, even DVD, you yeah. should you should buy it because um, I don't know if it's been put out yet. Well, if it if it I gets just, put out, yeah. and you know, and you can't get it, it's still not out here. Yeah, buy it because <clears throat> like Christmas time, I'm trying to get that free region player. I'm mm. gonna ask my parents. I I mean I I told Lindsay about it like. I told Lindsay, I was like, if you, because she, she was like, I don't know what to get you or anything. And I was like, if you just want to get me one single thing, like, you can get me a free region player. If you want. I'm just trying to look it up right now. Yeah, I don't see anything like definitive here. Really? I thought it was supposed to come out like in the fall or spring of 2017 initially. Uh huh. And then it just didn't. Huh. see it looks like it might have been pushed back okay now it's saying July of 2018 hmm. like I don't I don't get it <clears throat> Yeah, you would think you'd want to capitalize on like any popularity that the show might have garnered and release a season another year later. Yeah. Instead of like delaying it. Like what the fuck's the delay? I don't know. If it's filmed, if people have seen it. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Well, you know, exactly. If it's filmed and people have already seen it, like you can't really say that about Game of Thrones because they're like fucking filming the next yeah. season, you know? They're already working on it. Bunch of knuckleheads. Yeah. Well, I, I still never watched Outcast. I haven't even seen, like, a release for it or anything. I don't know if it has been released on any physical format. Which is kind of a shame. Like. Yeah. Having recently watched The Exorcist for the first time. I was like, man, Outcast is so much better. <laughs> yeah. Though I, I did never watch the Exorcist TV show. I was just gonna say I watched like half of the first season and it was good. Yeah. But again, I just can't. I don't it's, stick with TV very well. Didn't that get canceled too? I don't think so. No. No, I think they're working on season three. Oh. I don't know. I don't keep up well enough with 
television, but I believe I think they're still working on. Well, three is out. I think now they're waiting on season four. Oh. Possibly something. I don't know. I know Preacher's got a second season. Ash vs. the Evil Dead has a third season. Mm-hmm. I still need to watch all of those. Uh-huh. Because they're really good. I've got the first season, and I loved what I watched. Again, it's just... It's like, with all these shows, it's just like, it's work in a it way. It is. It is. To keep up with all of it and to commit as much time as it takes to watch it, like, yeah. you know, just, I hate watching a TV show and, like, even binging a TV show and you watch, like, sometimes, you know, we'll be up or whatever and we'll start watching a show at, like, midnight maybe. You watch, like, three episodes the next thing you know it's three o'clock in the morning and it's yeah. like well, i've only watched three episodes mm-hmm. but they're an hour long yeah you know and it just doesn't you know when you even though they're hour an hour long just the fact that you've only watched three of ten or twelve of a season yeah you're just like oh my god like i feel like I've almost like wasted an evening somehow. Mm-hmm. It's not like I was gonna go and do anything else, yeah. Except sit in front of the TV, but I, I'm just like, well, I could have watched like eight episodes of this other show, or you know, something like that. Or if you get into a show like Lost, where the seasons are like eighteen, oh, twenty God, episodes. I hate that. Give me a ten to twelve episodes, you know, season <coughs> like. I can't do the whole... Walking Dead's got like 20-some episodes in a season. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It gets it gets annoying. It really does. Probably why we haven't watched a lot of Walking Dead lately. Because we got to like episodes 5 or 6 in season 5. Mm-hmm. And there's like 20 episodes. later tonight I don't know I don't know yet possibly since I don't work tomorrow but uh, no no definite plans or anything might play some more of uh, The Witcher 2 I just jumped back into that uh-huh. I also want to start Resident Evil 0 or whatever just Resident Evil Biohazard, not zero, mm. on uh, the VR. Mm. See how that is. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. Too much. I don't know. Like I think I'd, I'd like to do it. Yeah. I don't think I could play the whole game like that. I think Kyle's played through it like six times now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get the platinum. Uh-huh. I saw they released Resident Evil 4 on PS4. Mm-hmm. I picked that up. I liked that game. I saw that when I was out today. It's only like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll just grab it sometime. They have that and Revelations. Oh, yeah. Isn't Revelations supposed to be pretty good? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I heard good things about it. Just never played it. I know, like, five and six, people were not happy about for whatever reason. 
No, I, I played the demo for six, and I thought Leon's part was cool, and the other ones were, uh, really, yeah, because it was like split up, uh huh, and each character played like a different style of game almost, so, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably pick up four again. Oh, something else that kind of occurred to me when I was out at Target. I saw that they released like a a new HD version of the um, like the Sega Throwback. Have you seen that? Kind of, yeah, I think I saw one at Staples of all places. Yeah, and it was like in a really nice box and has like a bunch of games with it. It's just weird how it's it's like no one seems to really care about that. No just, one does. No. They're just there, yep. you know, in the middle of Black Friday traffic. It's yeah, just... but, you know, I was, I did pick up the, like, Sega Classic console yeah. when I was at Staples, mm-hmm. and I was looking at it, and it's like, it says something like, you know, 60 games included or some shit, Yeah. and then when you start to read what games are included, mm-hmm. there's, like, seven Sonic games, mm-hmm. and then it's like... Altered Beast, Altered Beast 2, Altered Beast 3, and then it's, like, puzzle games. Hmm. Like, it's not... It's not 60 Sega classic, these are the games that put us on the market games. It's 10 games that people might recognize and games no one has ever heard of in their entire life. Hmm. Which is why I think the... You know, the Super Nintendo Mini, and even the regular Nintendo Classic, Mm -hmm. like, they put the, like, top 30 games on the system, you know, on this this little thing. But I don't think Sega did that necessarily. Like, was Contra on Sega? Because it's not on the Classic console. I don't know if it was ever released for Sega. I mean, I don't, I can't tell you what. Sega was popular for except for Sonic. Yeah. Sonic like Streets of Rage. I don't think that was on there. Gauntlet. Gauntlet I don't think was on there. Um, Sega. Vector Man. Genesis. Uh, what's that what's that comic book game? Oh, comic Zone? Yeah. Yeah, that thing, uh, that, that thing was on there. <coughs> oh, you can get them at Dollar General. See, that's how you know. Is it the HD one, too? I don't know. Oh, okay. Because they had, like, the regular one, and then they had, like, the new one that was, like, HD compatible and seemed to be upgraded. Uh-huh. Well, that doesn't give me a big overview. Hold on. I'm just trying to find a list of included games. Yeah, there's an Atari Classic console, too. Yeah, I saw that one there. Um, The one I want to get, they're putting out a Commodore 64 (laughs) Mini. Really? Yeah. 
in early 2018. What is even on that? I don't know. I, I couldn't find, like, a full games list. I just, my friend had one when I was really little, and uh-huh. I thought it was the coolest thing. I never had one myself, so I'll probably pick one up. Official game list for the classic game console. Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Alien Storm, Altered Beast, Arrow Flash, Bonanza Bros, Chalkin Man Forever, Columns, Columns 3, Comic Zone, Crackdown, Decap Attack, Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, E-SWAT, City Under Siege, Eternal Champions, Fatal Labyrinth, Flicky, Game Ground, Golden Axe, Golden Axe 2, Golden Axe 3, Jewel Master, Kid Chameleon, Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 3, uh, Fantasy Star 2, Fantasy Star 3, Wrist Star, Rise Star, uh, Shadow Dancer, The Secret of Shinobi, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic 3D Blast, Sonic Spinball, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sword of Vermilion, The Ooze, Vector Man, Vector Man 2, and like a bunch of others. There's a game called Balls. <laughs> I remember when that came out. Snake, Spider, <clears throat> T-Rex Memory Match. I'm like, that's the that's something that I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care that T-Rex Memory Match is on there. Where's... You know, where's Streets of Rage? Yeah. Like, give me 20 games that were all super popular yeah. for your system. Where's Gunstar Superheroes? You know? Like, that's the difference between yeah. the NES and Super NES Classic and the Sega Classic. In my mind, that's the difference. And I don't think it's made by Sega. Is it? It's like a different company. Oh, it might. It might be. I think they just license this. You know, get the rights to sell them. Uh huh. That would make more. That would make sense as to why there's like because every time there's an off-brand eighty game thing or some rather, all of them are puzzle games. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not this like amazing, you know. Uh, compilation of excellent games that you're just going to get years of play out of. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, there's there was a great wrestling video the other day um, that someone posted on Reddit, and it was like Michael Cole, Michael Cole, with the call of the night. And it was this segment where, like, there was a, a woman's match going on, and Bailey was coming down to the ring. So, like, her music hits, and the video starts, and then she starts walking down the ramp, and, like, five seconds go by, and, like, none of the announcers say anything. And then it's just Michael Cole just says, Bailey! <laughs> And then it's silent for like another 10 or 15 seconds. It's just like this weird, just like, Bailey! <laughs> it's, it almost, it, it gives you the impression of like, someone trying to get her attention, uh-huh. like at a bar or something. Yeah. Bailey! Uh-huh. And then just quiet. And she goes to the ring. <laughs> it's weird. What is going on? 
Good uh, AJ Styles Brock Lesnar match of Survivor Series last week. Really? That was pretty good. Who won? Brock? Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is to be expected. Yeah. But AJ put up a good fight. It's good. It's a good little match they had. It's like Lesnar's longest match since 2015, I think. Really? Yeah. Usually he just kind of goes in there and throws the other person around for five minutes and that's it. Right. So. I mean, I guess that's, that's what you'd expect from Ball <laughs> Oh, man. Well. It doesn't feel like there's anything going on. I know. I feel drained today, so yeah, I yeah. apologize if I'm if I'm dragging ass a little bit. My, uh, as I mentioned last evening, I was drinking uh, CC and Cokes with my stepdad. Yeah, and I think I probably had like I feel like I had at least four, and then like three beers while I was there, so I was. That was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty set. Plane, you went out today. Yeah. Went out and did that holiday traffic shopping. and Well, the uh, the place we went to, you've been out to the Best Buy at Fields Ertl, haven't you? I think so. And there's like the Barnes & Noble Best Buy, and then there's a Target. Oh, there's... definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been there. Okay. Yeah. Well, that lot was like... It was the fullest I've ever seen it. And I've been out there for Black Friday before, but uh, I had to park like all the way at the back because it was just like almost the entire thing was filled up. Yeah. So I just find whatever spot I could and you know, which was kinda close to Best Buy, then when we had to walk over to Target, which is a decent walk. Yeah, it's I mean, not bad. It's just no. It's just a shopping center, yeah. you know, and you, it's yeah. a strip mall, and you got to kind of walk down the entire strip, yeah. you know. But doing that, and then having Lazarus with me, and walking back to the car with all the bags of stuff, you know, because yeah. I couldn't take a cart with me or anything, so. But, you know, I'm not bitching. I'm, I always like going out on Black, Black Friday. Some mm -hmm. people just, like, dread it, think it's so stupid that anyone would go out, but I just don't mind. Yeah, kind of like the excitement in the air and everyone's looking for their deals and yeah I did get a little butt hurt because when I was at Best Buy I think I got RTV at Best Buy last year and it's a a 60 inch 4k and I remember being like blown away by the deal I got it was like you know I think around 750 or something like that on sale Marked down from like eleven hundred, right? But today when I went in, they just had like they had a a stack, and it was like pretty late in the day, all things considered. You know, it was like around two in the afternoon. Oh yeah, it was late. But they still had like they had all of these sixty inch, four uh, K. Can't remember which which brand it was. It was like it might have been Vizio. It was one of the good brands though. Uh -huh. And it was on sale for like five fifty. Uh, 
for a 60 inch 4k and it's just like man it's, it's just crazy how drastically the price can drop in one year yeah when whatever the new thing is comes out and it pushes mm-hmm. you know the previous technology I know, you can down. get like you can get like 60 70 inch <laughs> flat hd tvs for like 350 mm-hmm. you know they just aren't 4k yeah they're 1080 yeah you know i don't know i've been kind of thinking about you know gearing up to maybe get a new tv here soon i think mine is about that size yeah uh whatever that one is 55 or something Mm -hmm. so it's like it's great it's a great tv it works for exactly what i need it for but i think that one's actually that might be a 42 really yeah uh, maybe that's what I have as well. I'm pretty sure that's... But mine is a nice size, you mm-hmm. know. It's not no, like, 32-inch monitor or yeah. whatever. Like, it's a good TV. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just think it'd be nice to have something big, something cool. Do you remember what Josh's is? I feel like he has, like, an 80-inch or something crazy like that. Just... Yeah. TV's huge. Yeah. I've also thought about wherever I live getting a wherever I end up living thought about getting a projector mm-hmm. like if there's a room yeah. uh, with that's that can it, is an acceptable environment blank walls and you know lo- nice space and whatever then I thought about just getting a projector that would be cool yeah they make some really nice ones I've yeah. seen some that are very impressive mm-hmm. but you do have to have the right conditions for it you gotta have a nice wall, nice blank wall, big wall, you know, mm-hmm. like. Or have a screen. Yeah, or a pull down screen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even well, even with that, you have to have a big enough wall to yeah. kind of pull down. But yeah, my buddy had a when he lived in Lebanon, um, he had a projector in the basement and a and a pull down screen. Yeah pretty cool it was always fun to go over there and we always watch movies and stuff do any gaming on it not really they weren't no. they weren't gamers they we just watched movies yeah um my roommate in college had a projector mm-hmm. and we did some gaming on there that was when the first modern warfare was out mm. so we played the fuck out of it it would be cool to play like an FPS and like a hundred inch projector screen or something yeah, like that. Fun. Or go to a movie theater sometime and do it mm-hmm. <laughs> like an IMAX screen. Mm-hmm. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, you can. You can like rent out theaters <clears throat> for parties and stuff, and just yeah, I guess if you want, you can play games. Yeah. Just be pathetic and just rent it out for yourself. <laughs> go play by yourself for an evening. We should look into that, though. Yeah. Even if we just did it for the two of us. Like, we should look into renting out a theater for however many hours to just, like, play games. Yeah. That would be fun. I'm surprised they don't have, like, theaters don't do, like, gaming tournaments. I thought comes to mind. Yeah. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Uh Uh-huh. Just have like one theater dedicated for you know like a full day. Do like a a bracketed tournament that you sign up for. Yeah. And have some sort of prize. 
That would be cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's a genius idea. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe one of our listeners who happens to also run a movie theater will <laughs> run with the idea. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think I'm about about tapped out, Coach. Yep. I don't think I have anything else to give you guys today. No. Sorry. Deal with it. You know? It's whatever. Yeah. It's whatever. These are the, this is the post-holiday, pre-next holiday <laughs> lull. Yeah. <sighs> still, still dealing with, like, being weighed down with Thanksgiving food and alcohol. And yeah. So it's just one of those, folks, you know? You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because you're all feeling it right now. Yeah, you're right there. We're just we're just hanging out with you today. <laughs> we're just cruising right along uh-huh. in that mood with you. This lady, I will say, when I was uh, checking out at Target, there's a lady in front of me, and she was, like, scrambling to get all of her stuff in her cart after she checked out. And she apologized to me and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm holding you up. And I was just like, I was like, I, I'm not in any hurry here. I was like, I feel like if you are in a hurry on Black Friday. You shouldn't be shopping on Black Friday. Yeah, you're going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might as well prepare yourself for long lines everywhere you go and just. Yeah, period. Just deal with it. Yeah. But that doesn't stop people from getting all huffy about things, you know sighing as loudly as possible when the person in front of them is taking too long or no. <sighs> yeah whatever <laughs> fuck those people yeah uh, those are great do you miss that you miss working at GameStop during the holidays I never had like a super bad time you know working during the holidays uh I don't, I don't miss it, but again, I, I didn't have a bad time, for, yeah. for sure. The one time, this guy, because they used to run a buy two, get one free used sale yeah. on Black Friday, and this guy came up one time and was just like, I want these two games, and then I want this one for free. And of course, it was like two games that were like 97 cents, and then he wanted like a $30 used game for free. <laughs> And I was yeah. like, that's not how buy two, get one free works. I was like, it's going to take off the lowest price one. So yeah. it's going to be this one and that one and that one will be free. Or this one, that one, and that one will be free. And he was like, but it says buy two, get one free. Like, I want this this game for free. And I was like, the computer does it. Like, yeah. I cannot give you that game for free. The lowest priced item will be free. He's like, well, it doesn't say... He was a redneck. Yeah. Like, it doesn't say that on your sign. Yeah. And I was like... You would just... I feel like that's kind of self-explanatory. That is how buy two, get one free works. Yeah, that's just... That is the general rule throughout all of retail. Your lowest priced item is always the one that's discounted or free. Yeah. Always. You would, like, go out of business after one day if you let people do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want these two ninety-seven cent PS2 games. Then also give me this 
you know, previously owned copy of a game that's selling for $55. Yeah. And I want that one for free. Right. Well, no. Nope. We're not going to do that. That's, uh, that's not happening. Right. Now, you can either spend, you can either spend $20 and get one of these shitty ass games for free, or you can spend $40 yeah. and get a $20 game for free because the other games you're buying are $20. Right. You know? Then you're really fucking getting your money's worth. That's what I always try and do for those sales. Yeah. It's like, if I can afford it, I'll buy two $50 games. Then you get a $50 game for free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're walking out of there with a good deal on your hands. Yeah. Every time there's like a buy two, get one on like graphic novels from Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Okay, all right, how much can I spend first time around? You know? Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, you know, do I, want, do I want to buy one really expensive thing and then just, like, get two other smaller things? Or do I want to try to kind of even it out and get three things that are on the same level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, folks around for a few and uh, we'll talk to you in the outro. So that was the that was the podcast. That was it. That's all we're gonna do for you this week, except for this outro. Yep. Um, make sure to look us up all over the internet, um, starting with superdivorceme.com. Uh, make sure you stop by our web store. While at superdivorceme.com, we've got CDs, cassettes, pins, stickers, and T-shirts for sale. Yeah. Um, and soon enough, in probably the next couple months or so, we'll have vinyls as well. Yep. Um, you can also find us on facebook.com slash superdivorce, Instagram at superdivorceband, Twitter at superdivorce, and that's it. I was going to say Snapchat, but we don't even use it. Yeah, we don't. Don't use it. Not right now. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me... On social media, you can find me on Instagram at BenderButt and on Twitter at BenderButts. And if you'd like to get in touch with me on social media, just look up Nicholas Villars. And uh, if successful, then that means you have found me. (laughs) And if not, that means I am not there on that platform. So, just making things easy for you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for uh, another episode, and uh, please look forward to it. Please, please, please look forward to the next episode. Bye, chefs. Bye. Super divorce. <laughs>